Welcome to Alabama Short Stories, when you're a little behind on your Alabama history. I'm your host, Sean Wright. Alabama is lucky to have its share of astronauts who were born in Alabama or lived here for a time. Henry Hartsfield, James Voss, Mae Jemison, Catherine Heyer, and Catherine Thornton are some who were born here. There are more who have lived here in Alabama, specifically Huntsville, while working for NASA and preparing for missions. There's a chance you could have run into an astronaut in Alabama. It's a slim chance, but still a possibility. There's a better chance you ran into a monkey knot if you lived in Alabama. I met my first and only monkey knot at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville on my many trips to the center in the 1970s. My grandparents lived in Decatur, a short drive from Huntsville, and the Space and Rocket Center was a great thing to do while I was there. My elementary school class also took a class trip there. Now, growing up in Birmingham, it seems that most schools did the school trip trifecta of the state capital in Montgomery, Moundville in Tuscaloosa, and it wouldn't have been complete without a trip to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. But back to my brush with fame. On my many trips to the Space and Rocket Center, I would visit with Miss Baker, who lived in a glass-enclosed display amongst the space hardware and science exhibits. The first time I saw her, she had been in retirement for over a decade. At the beginnings of the space programs in the United States and the Soviet Union, animals were used as test subjects to find out the effects of spaceflight and weightlessness before they sent humans into space. In 1947, fruit flies were sent into space on a recovered V-1 rocket to study the effects of radiation. The first mouse went into space in 1950, and many tortoises, frogs, spiders, fish, nematodes, and tardigrades have made the flight over the decades. The Soviet Union sent some dogs into space. The best known was Laika in 1957, who died just five hours into the flight. Monkeys had flown as early as 1948. For over a decade, those flights failed, and later, apes had flown successfully. Miss Baker and her flight companion, Abel, were two of the most notable monkeys to fly. Abel was a seven-pound rhesus monkey born in Independence, Kansas. Now, officials stressed his place of birth because rhesus monkeys are revered by some people in India. They wanted to make sure that everyone knew Abel did not come from India. Baker, better known as Miss Baker, was a one-pound squirrel monkey. Now, Miss Baker was born in Peru in 1958 and was purchased by NASA from a Miami pet store along with other monkey knot candidates. The United States had flown monkeys and mice by Araby rockets to heights below the edge of space beginning in 1951. Outer space does not have a definitive altitude above the Earth's surface, but 100 kilometers or 62 miles above sea level is the Kármán line, which is recognized internationally as the beginning of space. Now to make it into space, NASA moved to the larger Jupiter missile, and on December 13, 1958, Gordo, a Navy-trained squirrel monkey, was on board when the rocket was launched. It is believed that Gordo survived the flight, but the nose cone he was in sank in the Atlantic and was never recovered. Five months later, on May 28, 1952, Abel and Miss Baker were launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida, and rode in a Jupiter missile to a height of more than 300 miles. During the 1,500-mile flight, they reached speeds of 10,000 miles per hour and experienced nine minutes of weightlessness. Now, I would like to imagine 
that our two friends were busy floating around the capsule, flipping switches, looking out the window during this time of weightlessness, wearing tiny silver astronaut suits. But unfortunately, no. They were strapped in tightly to custom-made containers that monitored their vitals throughout the flight. After a 16-minute flight, they splashed down in the Atlantic Ocean, not too far from Puerto Rico. Now, what makes this trip remarkable against the missions before is that our monkey knots survived the flight. And they were not the only ones on the flight. They were accompanied by Neospora, samples of human blood, E. coli, onions, mustard and corn seeds, Drosophila pupae, yeast, and sea urchin eggs and sperm. Think about it. The mission was two years before any humans flew into space, and they became major celebrities. During a post-flight press conference, the reporters jostled to get closer, but the monkeys calmly munched peanuts and crackers. They even appeared on the June 15, 1959 cover of Life magazine. Unfortunately, it's not all good news. Four days after the flight, Abel died from a reaction to anesthesia while they were removing electrodes used to track vitals. Miss Baker went to live at Pensacola Naval Air Station. Scientists wanted to know if the ride in the rocket would have any effect on Miss Baker's offspring, so they went in search of a suitable spouse. They found one in a monkey they called Big George. They married in 1962. Now, wouldn't you have just called him a mate? Why would you need to have a wedding? Well, a keeper was determined that they should not live together in sin while on public display. Miss Baker's popularity was consistent over the years. She appeared on over 20 network shows, including Mike Douglas, Good Morning America, and The Dinah Shore Show. In 1970, the U.S. Space and Rocket Center opened in Huntsville, Alabama. The center was opened just after the Apollo 12 moon landing, while interest in the space program was at its peak. The museum has over 1,500 artifacts, including a Saturn V rocket. The center was about to get the only living space artifact. In 1971, Miss Baker and husband Big George made the move to Alabama. She would receive between 100 and 150 letters every day from children around the world. Now, on January 8, 1979, Big George died. Officials didn't want Miss Baker to be lonely, so they found a suitable mate in Norman from the Yerkes National Primate Research Center. Three months later, Miss Baker and Norman wed in a ceremony presided over by Alabama District Court Judge Dan McCoy. There was a little wedding drama. She refused to wear the white wedding train provided for her, tearing it off after a few seconds. Who can blame her? A few years later, Miss Baker became sick and she was sent to the Auburn University School of Veterinary Medicine for treatment. She passed away from kidney failure in 1984 at the age of 27. Norman moved back to live the rest of his life at the Yerkes National Primate Research Center. Not only was she one of the first two monkeys to survive a flight to space, but she was also the longest-lived squirrel monkey on record. After her death, Miss Baker came back to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center. She was buried on the grounds next to her first husband, Big George. Over 300 people attended her funeral. And when you walk past her tombstone from time to time, you will find that someone has placed a banana on top. A fitting way to honor this space legend. But what about Abel, her crewmate who died four days after the mission? Yeah, things didn't go so well for her. She was stuffed and placed back in her flight container. She is periodically put on display at the Smithsonian Institute 
in Washington, D.C. I hope you enjoyed this Alabama short story. If you enjoyed the story, do me a favor and tell one friend to give it a listen. You can subscribe to the podcast at Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. See you next time at Alabama Short Stories.